I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. the Junk Time AFL podcast for bye week 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who on Friday night was arrested for scalping tickets at the EJ Witten game. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Matt, I thought there was a lot of money to be made. I, uh, I didn't realise what uh, the game was about and I was collecting for my own foundation, uh, the Ricky Nixon Foundation. <laughs> Which, for, house, for, for, uh, which houses schoolgirls in boarding, hotel rooms. <laughs> it's a boarding school. When they've got nowhere to be, yeah. It's a, it's a great foundation and I collected a lot of money for it. And <laughs> I don't believe I should have been arrested. That's awesome. Did, yeah. you, did you watch the game yourself? Our, our friend Fed played in it. No, he was commentating. Yeah, yeah but he played as well. I didn't, even, I didn't see that bit. I just saw Kick the winning goal in the shitter. We can talk about that in a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I saw a little bit. It's, always, it's, it's weird watching people commentate a, a fun game. Like, it's really hard to do. It's like commentating Globetrotters. You're just like, I, I think they could get up here. You know? <laughs> you kind of know the outcome. I think the general's a Jew, man. Yeah. The general's a Jew. And I, uh, I just, I was upset that I'd, I'd laid a lot of money at the tab on that game. And oh, yeah. I, could, it, could you bet on it? Oh, you'd fucking hope not. <laughs> Jesus. I suppose you could. Imagine you blew, all your, you blew your, your house on it. You're like, fuck. <laughs> I thought the All-Stars were going to get up. Did you see David Roden do, do the worm? I did see David Roden do the worm. It's pretty and impressive. And he did his knee doing it. Did he? No. Oh. <laughs> That'd be quite, quite fun, though. I mean, you know, if the game's a bit dull, maybe one thing they could bring in, go on, players, do the worm, if they score a goal. Why don't they just mic up players during the game like they do? Oh, like normally? Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. Yeah, definitely. I definitely want to hear, they, um, definitely want to hear what Zach has to say. <laughs> Zach Dawson. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. on, the, on the bench again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't got much of it. Haven't seen, haven't seen too much of the ball today. <laughs> oh, God. Now, obviously, the huge uh, event of last night, Adam, mm. we should talk about that absolutely. Uh, Stop the Nation. In fact, I think uh, people were saying, you know, can inspire future generations. Oh, absolutely. I think we've needed it for a long time. Captivated the uh, whole nation. Uh, last night, uh, Dane Zorko won the Lions BNF. Yeah. So, kudos to him. People will be asking in years, where were you the night yeah. <laughs> that Zorko won the BNF at Brisbane? It was a four-way tie last year. Yeah, I know. They had four players that played well. <laughs> Mate, you're denigrating one of our guest teams. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Gee, everyone's played for everyone. Anyway. <laughs> I played 200 games in North Melbourne in the 70s. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Right? Were you on the elephant? No, that was... <laughs> yeah, don't talk about uh, Colin Sylvia like that. <laughs> we'll go. We'll bring our first special guest, do you think? Yes, yes, let's get, let's get the show on the road because uh, our, our first major guest, Brendan Favola, has to leave. He's a, he's a dad, man. He's a dad. He's, he's got Father's Day duty, so it's an absolute pleasure that he can uh, jump up here. So we need to get the show on the road yes, before so we... Uh... Do we bring on Damo? Oh, absolutely we bring on Damo, yeah, yeah. And Fev as well? Let's do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're fucking we're, organised. We're, 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 yeah. yeah, this is, this this is like grand final day up here. <laughs> Well-oiled machine. Yeah. Please welcome on stage our two very special guests, comedian Damien Callanan and the Fevolution, Brendan Favola. Yeah. How are you, folks? Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. I just realised I've got my wallet, my computer and my laptop up here. My, no, computer and laptop. Don't touch his wallet, Damo. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows you don't do that. You ever touch a man's wallet, Fev? Mate, I, uh, I don't have a wallet because I lost it. And it's fucking, I hate having wallets. Uh-huh. I just put the cash in my pocket and uh, you take your card out and you can't lose it because it's in the pocket. But I got it for Father's Day today. I got a new wallet from the kids. So I got the... Uh, but you said you hate wallets. Yeah, yeah, I do. You say you, you hate wallets. Kids what a shit you. present. Yeah, so... <laughs> I got the wallet, which is... Wallets, yeah, so there you go. I got the new wallet, so see how, that, see how long I can have that for. You're going all right. Yeah, fucking flying. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brisbane's not my team anyway. 
Just thought I'd let you know that. Uh, that's good. Just, just quietly. <laughs> no, how, how, many well ga- how many games didn't you play for Brisbane? Oh, I played seven. I didn't even unpack my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> but they paid me. They did pay me for three years, which was great. <laughs> and then Vossi got sacked for hiring me, and I got sacked as well. So it was, uh, worked out perfectly. Oh yeah. Do you still talk to Vossi? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Do you remember your number? Ah, uh, five. Yes, I was number five. Mitch Robinson's got that now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not fucking was, well either. Was... <laughs> he's an ex-teammate. So. So it, was, it was aspirational number five. You picked that because yeah, well, that's 20... about the number of games I'll play. So. I, actually, I actually wanted 25. A, a bloke by the name of Bart McCulloch had it. And, uh, oh, legend of the game. I walked, into the, <laughs> I walked into the club and said, mate, obviously that's my number. Yeah. You know, can I have it? And he was on a rookie list and he said no. Wow. And I said, well, you're never going to fucking wear it. <laughs> So I was just going to wait to the next year yeah. and go for... That's why I had five, because obviously just take the two off. But yeah. Or I just thought, have a lopsided and I said two to him, next to it. Well, I said to him, I'm, I'm going to get it next year because you're not going to be here. Yeah. Obviously, this is like the second day I was there. We both, we both got sacked the same day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that didn't work out well. Imagine, imagine the media throwing I'm waiting for Bart McCulloch to come out, <laughs> come out of the cab. <laughs> Yeah, if he was good enough to do sportsman's nights, he'd be able to tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> Taking your number. Now, you started in a blaze of glory. Was it when you were younger and you, they said, oh, you've got to play on New Year's Eve in 1999? Were you like, oh, fuck that. It's party yeah, night. Yeah, I did, yes. Yeah. Um, and you kicked 10? 12. 12, sorry. It was the millennium bug that caused it. Yeah. I've read that chapter of the book, though, Fev. You did still manage to go out and have a, have a cheeky night that night. Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the night, the, the day of, so obviously New Year's Eve, no one wants to play. I was an 18-year-old kid, still in high school, so... How many people turned up to that game? How many sad people rocked up to a New Year's yeah, Eve? Yeah, there was what like 50,000. Fuck, that's a lot of <laughs> sadness, isn't it? A lot of sad people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sad people. Um, and my mate had a party which started about 12 o'clock down at Hallam, where I was from, and I thought, oh, I can't really drink because I've got to play footy. So I had two bourbon, <laughs> two cans of Jim Beam. Um, pre-game I paced, Pre-game I had yeah. one each hour I left at two Had to beat the ground at. I think it was 6.30 Start to be there At like four Yeah So on the way Into the, the MCG I was a bit peckish Because I didn't really I don't really eat on game day Yeah I just have cans of bourbon yeah. um, No you're so professional I, I, Yeah I pulled yeah. into the Clarendon Street You know the star by the McDonald's Had two McChickens <laughs> And went to the game, kicked 12, and I was like, fuck, this is a great potion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did it for the next two years. It didn't really work again. <laughs> True story. Love McChickens. We're going to bring back the New Year's Eve fixture. Is that going to be a thing? It's about time. Yeah. People are calling for it. We haven't yeah. missed it. Yeah. Much, like, much like a bye week. Fuck Good Friday. So the siren goes at midnight. Fuck Good Friday. Yeah. No one cares about that. that. Who should be the traditional teams, though? Uh, on, um... Port Adelaide and Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> Show up the bat. Two places where there's nothing. Yeah. Where there's fuck all to do in New Zealand. They played in Perth. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I'm obviously a huge Carlton fan. Who was your favourite uh, coach at the Blues? Uh, my favourite. You started under Parco? Yes, I had David Parker, my first coach, and uh, I literally got drafted in year 11. So my first year of AFL footy was going to be in year 12. And when I first, the day I first got drafted, the first literally when I walked in, I walked straight in his office and he said, What are you going to do next year? Uh, so well, playing, playing footy. What the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Um, and he goes, no, school-wise. I said, oh, I'm not, obviously not going to get back to school because... Yeah. Um, well, you put your PhD um, on hold for the, I am playing, for the team. I'm playing AFL footy. And little did I know that David Parkins on the board of the Australian Education Committee. <laughs> He's a fucking lawyer, uh, lecturer. He does everything at Melbourne Uni. And I'm like, fuck. So I went back to school and I... In year 12, you do six subjects. So yep. I did, um, obviously, English, which is a given. Um, did PE, outdoor ed, which I'm an athlete, so I fucking shouldn't fail that. <laughs> and then the next three, I did geography. I, I, I got no idea how to get my way around. Biology, I still don't know what the fuck that is. And um, mass methods, and I can't add up. But they're all, they're all Carlton supporters. So I gave them memberships, jumpers, and I got all A's. My mum thought I was a genius. The footy club thought I was that smart. <laughs> and I bluffed my way through high school. It was brilliant. But he was my first coach. Um, then I had, <laughs> then I had Dennis. I oh, know I had Wayne Britton. He was no good. Um, and then I had Dennis, who was great. Um, yeah, you loved over. Dennis, didn't you? I loved Dennis. Yeah. Dennis loved me. Which and he loved good. you, yeah. yeah. Wasn't there the story about you walking out of the first meeting with him saying the coach loves me? Jumping yeah, up and down? pretty much. Um, no, <laughs> actually, the way it happened, I got sacked the day before by Wayne Britton, and um, 24 hours later. <laughs> 
it's a long story, but 24 hours later, I was in the same room and David Parkin, Dennis Pagan was in there saying, I'm going to be the coach and blah, blah, blah. And he said, you want to play 22 games no matter what? And I thought, fuck, how good is this? Got him wrapped around my finger already. Yeah. Um, I three McChickens. Yeah. <laughs> well, talking about McChickens, I walk out of the room and big fat Lance Schnitzel, our captain, <laughs> he, was, he, was sitting in the, he was sitting in the foyer waiting to go in. Yeah. And he goes, what's, his, what's he like? Because Dennis Pagan's pretty revered, seven prelims, two grannies, all the North blokes talk about him all the time, yeah. about how scary he was. And I said, mate, fuck, got him bluffed, playing 22 games next year. You're, my hands was pretty lazy, I think you can tell. <laughs> I said, mate, you'll love him. And he didn't say anything. And I'm like, mate. And I got tapped on the shoulder and it was Dennis behind me. He said, mate, do you want to get sacked twice in two days? And I said, <laughs> Shit, not a real good start. Uh, then I had Rats. Rats was a great coach. Um, did some good things at Melbourne. Did some good things with us. And now doing a really good stuff with, uh, the, Hawks. with the Hawks. Yeah. Um, the boys love him there. And he, he got the boot as well. And then um, I had Vossi. Who was... Oh, hello. Sorry, I actually forgot about this today. So I'm getting hammered. I was actually out for lunch with my family. That's his big, kids just checking if he still owns the wallet. <laughs> you still got your wallet now? That was Alex Spring Water Home. Wait like a that. second, there's a tap, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like, mate. Mount Franklin water, she won't drink anything else. It fucking cost a fortune at the survey too. <laughs> like seven bucks. Fuck. Expensive, so who, anyway. Who, were, who was something... No, no, let's keep talking about Mount Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Franklin's a fucking rich joint. Oh, dude, mate. Who were some of your mates at the club? The good mates? Uh, he's Scotland. Uh, I was out with him last night, actually. Um, he's a good man. I was with Kudo as well. Kudo's a good fella. Um, Ryan Hallahan, who I still play footy with now at Deer Park. We've got our grand final on Sunday. You said he was the best kick Best kick ever. ever. Yep. Um, brilliant kick. I played with Simon Black and all those sort of players. Lukey Power, uh, Ratton, Bradley, and he's hands down. Scott Camparelli, beautiful kick, but yeah. Scott... Um, Hoops was just a beautiful kick. Was it Ryan Hallhan that you maybe wandered around a university, uni? university yes, campus yes, with? Yes, yes, And Maddie Lappin? Maddie Lappin. That yep. was their fault. Um, <laughs> this, is, this, go, this is live, isn't it? No, no. No, but, no we're press, we pressed record, but we're recording. Yeah, so I won't go into that story. But <laughs> <laughs> if it was just the room, I could probably tell it. But, yeah, it was their fault, sort of. <laughs> so you, you let the fire extinguishers off in Melbourne Uni, is that right? Yeah. 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 That was fun. We were kids. And That's because they wouldn't let him into the It was supposed to be... It was the foam ones. Like, it was like a thing that everyone did. It was the foam. It was like, woo. Yeah. But the one we did, we got the wrong one. It was water. So, yeah. Point blank. You get it. <laughs> it right. hurts a little bit, I think. So, yeah, um, yeah we, we fucked that up. But anyway, kids. It was fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, next question. <laughs> now, we were reminiscing about our, um, uh, your time in Africa. Africa, yes. Earlier this year. King of the jungle. Yes. Better than Brownlow? Uh, Brownlow? Yeah. Uh, is he saying to win one or yeah. what I did at the Brownlow? King of the jungle <laughs> or Brownlow? Which one was better? I was better? pretty good at the Brownlow. No, uh, King of the jungle. Fuck. Anyone can win a Brownlow. It's Shane Woden. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that, you know, a lot of great players haven't won one, but, geez, when you looked at the crew that I went in with, like, I knew as soon as I walked in the jungle, I had everyone covered, um, and I was going to win because of Warney. Yeah. How did you think you'd beat Warney? Why did you think? I just got him covered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually thought he was going to win, to tell you the truth, but yeah. it was good to be. I was with the head of poker night last night down in Mornington for, for, um, I think it was for breast cancer. So there was a lot of footy, ex-footy players down there, and uh, we had a good night. But Warney's a great fella, big chief who was in there and a role player. He's a great man. Um, Little Anthony Kalia, who uh, never thought I'd be mates with little Anthony, because he's uh, a little dude about that tall and sings, and I never, ever, ever would have crossed paths, but from the first second we spoke to each other, we instantly became like best mates, and we still hang out a lot now, and he's met all the family and the kids. And, and what didn't you, think you like about him? His music? Well, he's or... just music. I just, I'm not a music person, yeah. but I work on the radio. I don't know yeah, how the yeah. fuck I do that. But, um, <laughs> do you hate Mike Brady? Who's Mike Brady? <laughs> That's, that's blasphemous in this town. Yeah. Oh, is he singing Gazalia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to think about that. Um, yeah, I don't really like music too much, so we never really crossed paths, but he was a, he's a ripper. I absolutely love that man. Um, who else was good in there? Who else was in there? Um, Val off Prisoner. <laughs> She's crazy. Um, she, but she was lovely. She just did not give a shit about anyone and, yeah. or anything. Now, you lost 17 kilos, you yeah, were saying, I, in I there. did, yes. 
that's a lot to lose. Yeah, it's come back on pretty quick. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought it was the biggest loser. Um, <laughs> I didn't realise because I wanted to lose weight because I was yeah. 121 kilos and um, I got the show wrong. And it was <laughs> in the African jungle. But 17 kilos, I lost 17.7, so I come out at about 102.8. Um, Warney lost a, a fair bit. He lost uh, 15 or 14. And now, was he, I chief. heard rumours, is he allowed on the darts when he was in yeah, the Yeah, I darted. We all darted. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've given up four weeks. Thank you. Yeah, no yeah. worries. <laughs> um, but I'd been smoking for about 10 years. And, um, so would you smoke after a game? Yeah, before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I didn't. Um, yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, we could, we could have a dart. Um, there was a little place where you walk out, but you only had, like, a couple of minutes, so you'd be... Yeah, chowing it down. But yeah. it was good because it, it. it was actually quiet time, but you couldn't go out together. It had to be individual, so... Okay. Because you couldn't talk. Collude. Oh, yeah. right, okay. So like we'll get back to Africa, but uh, in your playing days, how many players would be smokers? I think there was a few, especially once everyone was pissed. Um... <laughs> You'd have a couple of cheeky ducks, yeah, I yeah. suppose, but not many. Back yeah. in the old days, they did a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, think I don't I... think too many do it now. Now, everyone who does in Barrack for Hawthorne hates their guts, but do you particularly I hate like, them? I like Hawthorne. Do you? What about yeah. because they stopped you from kicking the ton that year? Uh, yeah. I was at that yeah, game. Well, no, I don't like Hawthorne, no. Yeah, no. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a pack of dogs, yes, seriously. Yes, Were you pissed off at the time, just when they, you know, dropped Ruffy <laughs> back in the hole and just like, just give me a fucking go, mate? Um, Come on, To Clark, tell you the truth... I, I, it bothers me more now because it was our last game of the year. It was our Mad Monday and we we're going out, so I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Because I knew it was. You like, already had the dildo and the kit yeah, bag. Yeah, it was yeah. dildo and the kit bag. It was three days of just, yeah. um, we're, we're on here. Yeah. And, uh, but every time I do like a sportsman's night or, or something, always, some dickhead always brings it up. Yeah. It's usually someone in the crowd, but not usually the host. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I fucking hate Hawthorne for it. Yeah, I'm so I had side. to kick, I think Buddy had to kick two. And he was playing on Paul Bauer, so that was going to happen real early, <laughs> which it did. And we'd had meetings throughout the week with the AFL about if both of us kick it yep. at either point in time of the game that the strategy plan to, plan to run off. Um, and with Nike, would made us both 100, um, 100 goal boots, boots. To, to put on. And um, so when Buddy kicked his... they take off you after the game? No. <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, I hadn't put them on yet, so Buddy went down and put his on and come back out and then... I hadn't kicked one until half-time. I didn't, half-time, I hadn't kicked any. And I didn't How many kick, did you need? I needed eight. Eight. And I kicked four in the third. I thought, oh, shit, I'm a chancy. Yeah. And then I kicked two real early in the, in the um, last. And then Brad Fisher ran into an open goal, handballed at 40 metres backwards. <laughs> and I kicked my 99th. And I still remember, it was about three minutes to go, and uh, Simo had ran in and kicked a point, and Brent Carrera was kicking out. And great man, Goo, one of the lads, loves a beer. Um, I said, mate, I'll give you five grand if you kick it to me. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the end of the year, no one gives a shit. Um, but for two guys to kick 100 goals in the one night... Oh, fuck yeah. Mate, amazing. Um, he said you're Where's a fuckwit. His... And he kicked, he, kicked out. he said, yeah, I've got my real hair, yeah, so fucking so so you're back on level pegging. Then after what he's gone through, he probably would have needed that five grand too. <laughs> Well, could have and, done then I, and then I wouldn't have been able to afford it because I went through the same thing. Um, but then, yeah, that didn't happen. Kick 99 and I went down into the rooms and then um, Georgie Lawler from Nike come up and goes, here, do you want your boots? <laughs> no, I don't want them. I don't want my fucking 100, 100 uh, yeah. gold boots because I didn't kick 100. But 99 goals, still a good effort. We finished second last and I think Buddy kicked 102 when they won the flag. So, yeah, better forward. Yeah, that's a fair point. And now you're playing a lot of country football. See how I got that there? Yeah. That was good, yeah. Uh, yeah, played, played a lot of country footy. Yarra Wonga, played up there for four years, coached, uh, uh-huh. lived up there, won a couple of flags. They're actually playing in an elimination final right now, so hopefully they're going okay. Also, uh, playing at Deer Park now with, obviously, Ryan Hulland, I said before, we've got our grand final on Sunday at Witten Oval, so that'll be uh, exciting. You're um, up against Brian Lake? Is he out? He's no, out the... he's Division 3. Yeah, we're Division right on. 1. Gotcha. <laughs> What a hack. Bit of a difference. Yeah, uh, yeah so they're, they're actually playing today in their granny, I think. Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, looking forward to that. All three teams are in, which is good. Um, we've got a fair side out there. We, we, I think they won last year by 137 points in the grand final, and then I've come along <laughs> to try to hang on to one, so I'm trying to get one. But we beat – the team we're playing now, we beat by 100 points last week, so. And do you wish that you were a footballer in the 80s? Like, just the attitude, oh. the way you – Went about it. Yeah. It was just more suited to a, like a more fun time. Yes. 
and it was a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, for forwards. A lot easier. You would have got paid fuck all, though. So. Yeah, that's, a, that's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty, pretty happy where I was, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. And I, mate, I still carved out over 200 games, which was good. Yeah, you still and carved man at heart. a good time doing it, too. Yeah. Real oh, that's time. what I was going to ask. Yeah, what's your relationship like with uh, Carlton now? It's okay. Yeah. So you would get back there? I haven't there. really been back, no. Yeah, I've sure. been back once, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But you follow them? Like, they're your team? Yeah, I follow them. The kids barrack for Carlton. So um, it's funny. My daughter, Mia, is 16 now, and she used to run out in the ground all the time and be at the footy club all the time. Hated it. Never liked it. And now she's 16. All of a sudden, she loves football for yeah. some reason. So... <laughs> Always wants to go down the rooms and always wants to yeah. go to the football. Yeah, well, so Sauce connection, eh? Yeah, yes. She's a... Uh, big fan yeah, of Jack? Yeah, well, Jack's a big fan of her, so... <laughs> I uh, did ring Sauce and say, keep him away. <laughs> and he said, the Sylvanis never chase. I said, neither do the Fowlers. <laughs> so, uh, they'd make some good kids, wouldn't they? Mm, anyway... I did. I did text. I did. I did text young Jack and said, "Keep your keep your um, little texty fingers away from my daughter." <laughs> Just flat out texts and Snapchats. Then he said, he, "He said no. Really? It's, it's not. He goes, it's not always me. It's also Ben, the younger brother, who's really sixteen. I think. All right. But as long as they're not anyway. like Josh Bootsman style. Has <laughs> <No, no. laughs> yeah, um, Lance Whitnall got any sons? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yes. He does. No dangers. <laughs> no dangers there, obviously. <laughs> no, it's, it's up to me, I suppose. It's not up to me, but uh, yeah. Anyway, well, fuck, how do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about your daughter's dating relationships. <laughs> what was your favourite game at the Blues? Um, my first, because it's my first game, we yeah. played Collingwood at the MCG, round 17, 99. Um, Simon Beaumont actually kicked eight in the first half. Oh, yeah. Um, I do remember that. I started on the ground, got one handball, and then back then there was no rotation. So I played five minutes, I think, or five or ten minutes, and then sat on the bench for the rest of the game. So it was a fucking ripper. Um, <laughs> glad all my family and my mates all drove down <laughs> from Mary Warren to watch that beauty. Um, but that was, that was uh, a moment. Probably a game in Adelaide where we beat the week previous I'd played on Fraser Garrick and he'd kick five on me in the first quarter I was playing full back yeah I remember that but I did that deliberately so they'd never do it ever again yeah good (laughs) it was a pagan decision that was pagan Fev's paddock in the back line then the next three the next three weeks I kicked eight eight and seven and Dennis come up and said see what I did there so no (laughs) (laughs) nothing to to do with you mate Um, but we went we lost by 140 points I think against the the Saints that day and then we went to Adelaide we had blokes like, I won't mention them because this is live, but we had some blokes that couldn't play. And uh, we, it was Wayne Carey's 250th, actually. And they had McLeod, Rashudo, Goodwin, Carey, Burton, yeah, Guns, right. Edwards, and we were 40 points down at three-quarter time. And then I'd flick some switches and uh, <laughs> kick seven and kick one from the boundary and we got up and beat them. So that was probably the, the most memorable game. Yeah. We hadn't won in a state for about 10 years, I reckon. So that was a pretty memorable game. We'll wrap it up, Fev. I know you've got to head off and you've got to enjoy your wallet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I say in your book here, you, actually, we're big fans of Chicken Salt here at the Junk Time Alpha podcast. Yeah, and there is, a, there, is a, there is a reference to Chicken Salt in this book about the KFC. But I reckon he's my favourite quote and he's talking about your school years, you know, year 12 and the like. Um, a favourite quote, which we should probably make this one a meme. Um, it says, all my mates were dumb as dog shit. <laughs> so I think that's an inspirational meme. We can put, on, <laughs> put that on line. Can you please welcome up? Please thank Brendan Favola. Thanks, Fev. Thank you so much, Fev. It's a great title, that book. Fev in my own words. I didn't even write it. <laughs> No, I did. That was just a gag. <laughs> Bestseller. It was ghostwritten by Bart oh, yeah. McCulloch. Yeah. All right, Brendan Favola. Make sure you tune into 101.9 The Fox tomorrow and every other day, 6 yeah. till 9. Fifi, Dave and Fev, bang. Yeah. He loves the music. He loves he the music. He does love the music. He does. So we look at a few of the stories of the week, Adam. Oh, well, why don't we introduce Damien? Let's get a, let's get a feel for yeah. Damien's love and knowledge of the football. We sat at the Rose Hotel last Sunday, uh, last Saturday, watched the, uh, the brilliant Carlton Essendon game. Oh. 
I've forgotten it already. And we are. We should probably pump up the Rose Hotel in Fitzroy. The Absolutely. Fitzroy.com.au because they're our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, it's a great place to watch, watch footy. They've got all the games. They've got uh, what, five screens in the front bar and they haven't kicked me out yet. So <laughs> And they play the song after a win. And yeah. also now I'm saying this out loud, I kind of realise maybe we should have held the, the podcast, podcast there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did think that when we got the sponsorship. I was like, this is going to be awkward bringing up at another bar, but that's fine. <laughs> We love the European Beer Cafe as well. But, um, yeah. European Beer Cafe might be able to match their sponsorship. Yeah, that's a good thing. Now, you're, you're, uh, you're uh, some sort of Essendon supporter. I am, well, we're all the same sort. Yep. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> just, we're just tired. Yeah. Just tired of having to explain it. Used to, used to be fine to be an Essendon supporter. Yeah. Are you excited about next year, though? You're going to be a fucking good team next year, aren't you? And the number one pick. And Jaeger O'Meara. No, I've... Mm. I've I've, I'm embracing the uh, pessimism that's shrouded the club for the last five years, and I think we'll be below expectations. Great. 17th, you aiming for 17th? Oh, yeah. if, we can, if we can play over the wooden spoon against yeah. Brisbane again, that'd be great. Gee, that's really fucking depressing talking to you, yeah, don't you? It is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, now, tell us your footy pedigree, because you've travelled around a fair oh, bit. Yeah, you, you love your country footy. Yeah, you do yeah. a lot of shows about Kinda country weird football. weird that you started with Feb, really, yeah. with, uh, with my footy pedigree. Um, yeah, I, I was... I would, would you call the journeyman? Um, I played all over the country. What position? What kind uh, of position were you? All over the field as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. Utility? Utility, yeah. Call, if, yeah. It was, if I was on a footy card, it would have been yeah. maybe with a footy in both hands and utility. <laughs> two footies? Yeah, two footies. Yeah, okay. That was, that was my specialty. Yeah. You just see me out there and I'm like, oh, I've got two footies. Yes. Yeah, um, didn't. So I played, for, uh, I played for the North Darwin Magpies. I played for the. Uh, South East Queensland Institute Eagles, I think they were now. They're the Cougars yeah. now. Um, really? They changed from the out. Eagles? Yeah. There's not a lot of Cougars in Outback. Well, sorry. There uh, probably are. There's, <laughs> there's fuck all Cougars in the Darling Downs. I don't know why they changed to it. But. Can I ask a question? Didn't you once get kicked in the head or oh, something? I totally got kicked in the head, yeah. I think uh, I, was not a, uh, I was not a combative footballer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't shy, but I didn't, I didn't enjoy the punch part of the game. So, but the first game you play for a club is always the, the moment where you've got to go. You've got to show yourself. You've got to show your colours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know you. So I was playing for a white phrase here in the amateurs and I came down with a mate. Um, so no one really knew me at this point. First yep. game, we were playing down against Peninsula Grammar. Um, I was playing a bit shit, to be honest. And, um, <laughs> was it your coach that kicked you in the head? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to. Yeah. He wanted to. Anyway, so I found myself in a situation where a fight starts. I think, oh shit, I'm the closest to it. And it was a little boat being picked on by a massive unit from their side. Yeah. And while I, while I didn't like... Well, I, I was a pacifist with a strong sense of social justice. Oh, fuck. That plays well in the footy field. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst combination. Has a, has, a footballer, has a footballer ever used that term? Yeah. Like, do you think if he's walking out, I'm a pacifist with a strong <laughs> yeah, sense of social yeah, justice? Yeah, that's how I shake hands with the opponent. Tell them, <laughs> anyway, that's so what I, Barry Hall said just before he snapped Staker. <laughs> yeah. Together we'll, we'll journey to Nirvana. <laughs> So I found myself between these two, just kind of like going, yeah, mate, you know, what are you doing? He's only a little fella. Yeah. And then, I'll never forget, he, he, he looked at me and he took a step backwards, which was an unusual <laughs> thing to do in a fighting situation. It was only to give himself enough room to do a roundhouse kick to the head. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> just... And the umpire was only about five metres away. Didn't report him. <laughs> And I just went down and I did that Well, if thing. the ball's not there, it's not kicking in danger. So I don't know what you're whinging about. <laughs> exactly. So you got kicked in the head. I kicked in the head. <laughs> Karate it's style. Kind of in the side of the jaw and it, it tore the ligaments of my jaw. It didn't get broken. But, and I went down. Oh, you went down soft. <laughs> <laughs> no, worse than that. I did that thing. You know when you, I could hear the fight breaking out? I wasn't knocked out, but I just got to lay there just while the, <laughs> while the fight happened around me. And... Um, I came back in at half time and, and I, I started, I didn't, they didn't take me off either, I just got up and kept playing. I started so did anyone come in to remonstrate with the big guy for... Yeah, there was a big fight happened afterwards. But I, went, I, I was head. lying on the ground with my eyes closed, just pretending to be unconscious. <laughs> got up and kept playing, I played better. And, um, yeah, good. Ray King, the coach, is this classic old army drill sergeant coach. And he goes, they should fucking kick you in the head everywhere, go and play much better after that. <laughs> Uh, Damo, you, were you familiar with the uh, Twitter chat, Ask Gil, hashtag Ask Gil during the week? Uh, so Gil McLaughlin, uh, Australia's uh, favourite CEO, uh, got online and made one of the worst decisions of his life uh, by letting people randomly ask him questions. Right. So How does that go badly? We had a bit of fun. There was a fair bit of hate going at him too. And he did, he, 
Yeah, it's the couple, but they weren't. Well, particularly Western Bulldogs fans were angry about having a Thursday night final. Yeah, sure. And it's like now they're fucking. They've won one flag and now they're fucking uppity. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> but it's funny though yeah. too because there's, there's a thing going around online. People are saying we've got to take two days off work to go and watch the game. It's like, what's well, the Bulldogs don't work? <laughs> <laughs> So, it's just, you're just picking up your check in a different doll, obviously. Right? <laughs> uh, so, this is a good one from Adam, because we, 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 we thought we'd get involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Adam, uh, has Dipper announced anyone's death this week? Because, <laughs> you know, he announced Ben Cousins was dead yeah. on Twitter. And that's he took a slightly... while to attract it, didn't he? Well, once well, a few people came a, back to it. It's a day-by-day proposition, yeah. too, so... <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, that's fucking too Shut up. harsh. But there was another... Okay. There was he's another... got it ready to load again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in his draft. Just refresh, yeah. <laughs> there was another Book Week controversy in Perth this, uh, this week as well, because there was a dad... Fucking Book Week... Book Week? How fucking big is it in Perth? Who did you go... Who did you go as Book Week? I think I went as Ned Kelly. I don't even remember a Ned Kelly book at the time, but I remembered going as that. And I went as a, uh, like a... What do you call it with the... A swagman. Just a generic swag. Just a ge- no, the restaurant. Oh, I went as the I restaurant. Yeah, yeah, just with the good. Bain Marie around yeah. you. I like it. Yeah. I went as the, uh, is it Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey, the male. <laughs> yeah. But I had to get five girls on a leash, so it was uh, tricky. I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> um, I went as the entire first uh, Indigenous cricket touring team to England. <laughs> There was no... Co- oh, this was the 70s. There was no <laughs> yeah. Sure. You won the first yeah. prize. I just couldn't work out how I did. Yeah. I, I, I did all so 11. I kept, I kept coming out. as a different one. So. I went as uh, Fevis mates who were dumb as dog shit <laughs> from the book there. Uh, let me see. Uh, I have a friend called Travis who wanted to go to the Melbourne show in 2013, but his car got broken into. Can I get a retweet? <laughs> Have you ever put a car key in Sheena? That was a good one. Hang on, can we just talk about Trav quickly? He'll be closer to the Royal Melbourne show if he goes to Footscray. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, he he couldn't go to the Royal Melbourne show. We've discussed it on the podcast before, but just a couple of times. Uh, His car got broken into, Mm. and he posted a photo of it on Instagram and said, No Melbourne show, hashtag no Melbourne show for me today. Mm. So you know it's moving when it's put in a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, But there are a few teams that are talking about him. Baggers, they might be in the um, play for him as well. No, we're not. The public transport system is excellent to the Melbourne show. You can catch the tram or the train. <laughs> Trav does, never had to, he's never had to get public transport. Yeah, right. no. That's the thing. I mean, we literally, by the way, Geo, what do you call it? Geo tagged himself. Geo tags himself. Like, you literally know where he lives. Yeah. So he, we could have told him what public transport yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. just, just a screenshot of tram tracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever had coaches over dinner? Did you think, ah, shit, who invited Rocket? <laughs> you know what you do? You should do a live Junktown <laughs> podcast at the show and get Trav Glock. Yes. <laughs> just surrounded by show Yeah, just a lot, of, a lot of parents. <laughs> inflatable hammers. A lot of parents getting their kids away from it. <laughs> What's a bakaki, mum? Don't worry. <laughs> You'll know when you're older. <laughs> and you meet a Japanese businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's one. Uh, why are there no Savlaki huts in the AFL venues? That's actually a pretty important yeah, question. That's yeah. a powerful I mean, question. They could have helped Cooter out a little bit, you know. It's one of their favourite sons. Uh, have you ever touched a man's wallet or wife? That's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic. I don't think Gil would be a wife toucher. I don't think he'd be a wallet toucher. I think he'd be a Grange toucher. Grange toucher. Yeah. Clarence. Uh, Clarence. Is 37 degrees in Wayne Grader, as described by Liam Pickering, the perfect condition for football? <laughs> Who's your favourite comedian? Jerry Steinfeld, Louis C.K. or Ricky Nixon? They're all great. <laughs> They're all great questions. Shall we get our next special guest up? Uh, oh, absolutely. You reckon he's champing at the bit to come up here? <laughs> Once he's seen what the show's about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest. He's got his new book out there, right there. Adam actually pointed out before, he said, it looks like he's passed away. But <laughs> just by it's there. But he's not, he's it not. It looks quite impressive. Yeah. It's not focused. Yeah. You know him, you love him. Please welcome on stage, Mark Bomber Thompson. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Mark, how are you, man? Look I'm at not this. dead, I'm not dead, I'm here. No. Football royalty. I didn't like the photo either much, but the lady over there who, uh, the, from the book company, that was her idea. Made you do it. Oh, yeah, quite made a, me quite do a, it. Made me sit there and look dead. Unbelievable. Did you quite get a nice photo. the actual photo? Was there a whole spread and you went that Eight way? hours to take that dead photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can I hours. ask the very first question, if that's okay? Go for it, mate. And you're Michael? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hi, Mark. You're Adam? I am. And you're Damo. Damo. Yeah. Damo. Got to shorten it. I wish I'd had gone in the middle. They're going to mad, Michael. Adam, he, we can switch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to switch? We'll switch. Oh, we'll make yeah. it easy for you. <laughs> you ever done it before? Switched? There you go. There we go. <laughs> This is no, the first time. I can just read your jokes. Oh, the yeah. show's completely changed. Oh, uh, quick question. Um, where were you at 2.30am on the morning of Saturday, July 23? Saturday night. Were you in the Ascot Bay of the city? <laughs> and my follow-up question is, once you found out that he was okay, <laughs> was it pretty fucking hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was by myself in bed. I had no alibi. Okay. Not by myself. Um, when I heard he got shot, I thought, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I probably shouldn't have said that. If no. Right. <laughs> Sorry, no one heard it. No one heard it. No. Do you still no, talk to Danky? Oh. Do you still talk to Danky? Danky? Dankster. Yeah, the Dankster. The Dankmaster. Haven't spoken to him for a while now. I've spoken to him, um, uh, it'd be a couple of years ago, yeah. when it was all happening, and I just said, look, you know, don't worry about all this other rubbish, mate. Just... Just find time to talk to the players and just ask them that they want to know what you, what you got. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was in them. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters to them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, uh, he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> what about the weapon? You still talk to weapon? Have you ever seen him at a rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about his rodeo work. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't yeah. seen any photos or you haven't seen? I've seen vision? photos. Yes. Really? Yes, really? Yes, he's got photos in the chat. Of course, he's got photos of himself doing things. <laughs> it's the weapon. The weapon. Yeah. Have a look at him. Is that is that how he makes his living now? Just full time no, well, rodeo work? Or? Well, he's a former rodeo rider. So he's yeah, maybe he's gone he back, to up, back to it. He's yeah. got trained up to be a rodeo rider yeah. in America. And um, thanks, he's now a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard um, that the, uh, someone from the Russian shooting team got sacked after the dank shooting incident. <laughs> Where was that? Where did that take place? I'm not going to divulge resources. So was it this time of year that you miss being a part of the Geelong Mad Monday celebrations? Like, <laughs> did you ever dress up? Did you go? Did you go to them? I went. I never dressed up. I'm not one for dress-ups. It's oh, disappointing. But then... Were you impressed by their dress-ups? Like their levels of it when you saw it in the paper the next day? Like that's pretty... Oh, actually, you were there. I, but, thought, um... I thought Matthew Scarlett, they turned up as Kevin Bartlett. Yeah. was just special, you know. Someone that would actually go to the length of shaving his head. Yeah. Um, just uh, put a smile on some of his teammates' faces. It's a pretty good effort. Do you, do you, that's Matthew. Probably Fev went as Charlotte Bronte one year. <laughs> <laughs> How funny was Fev? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, am I going to follow him? How am I going to follow Fev? No, you can follow yeah, Fev. I've done nothing stupid in my life. You know? <laughs> so I wouldn't bother buying that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd done some stuff. Yeah. He sure has. Now, what, what, what's what? the most Fev thing you ever did then? Oh, is there a moment that you... No, yeah. I, I is there, no is Mad there Mondays? a wild bummer? I've never weed anywhere, really. I've never caught in public. I've yeah. worn yeah. around, the, you know, with a thing Strap hanging. Strap on, yeah. yeah. Was it there or there? It was down, yeah. it was down where the penis should remember. be, yeah. 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 He's not an idiot. Not a dickhead. It was footy better back, the, back in the 80s, back when you were playing. Was what? Footy better. Like, we talked about would fit into the 80s kind of style. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you talking about lifestyle of a football or the game or what aspect of football are you talking about? Why don't we go both? Why? How much time we got? We've got hours. We've got hours. Yeah, we've got hours. <laughs> You're not well, going is anywhere. Is the game more entertaining? Um, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it is. But it's a different game. It's a, yeah. I still like the old game where there's lots of contests and there's not as many people around the ball. And the ball moves from area to area. And, and that's what we like. Yeah. Uh, using the whole field. But... They sort of play like Auskick now a bit, didn't they? Um, everyone just, just learned from Auskick just to follow the ball. Yeah. You know? Everyone just runs around. So, with so did you hate the, like, uh, kind of, you know, the, the Paul Ruse, the Ross Lyon era when it yeah. came into contested footy, just like, you know, everyone clustered around the ball? Did you just... Boring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was boring. Because really in, in your book you talked about wanting to make your team attacking and fun to watch. Yeah. Well, did I think we get paid as coaches to... Uh, to like, it's, the whole game is about um, having a passion and, and falling in love with something that you can call your own, your team, and... For that to happen, you've actually got to enjoy watching them. Yeah. And, and uh, it's got to be entertaining. Absolutely. And I, and I reckon that is your legacy, John. Because you, your, your game became so much better to watch than other... Yeah, Thank when you. When you had a cattle do it. That's very nice of the yeah. Nesson supporters to say that. 
Do you consider I'm the 2000? Yeah. <laughs> Do you consider the 2011 Premiership yours? I think I should take some credit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You retired How much in of a jerkin, percentage? Oh, like 92? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a bit much. A bit much, really? Yeah. But you set that team up. You, you quit and you... you... But it had nothing to do with them for a whole year. Oh, turn, yeah, yeah, but, you, I mean, you, you got Ablett out of there. Was fucking, he was dead weight. <laughs> dead weight. Yeah, they won the one without him and yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Might have got me out of the joint. Might have been yeah. that helped win them. How exciting was that first premiership? It was awesome. It was awesome. It was... Uh, if you're not from Geelong or don't support them and go on through the heartache of the misery that they had in grand final losses, you, you don't sort of really comprehend it. But uh, it's a long time, 44 years. And it's, it'll be like, uh, maybe like Melbourne when they win one or Bulldogs. Or, um, it's massive, you know. These people invested so much time and their, their passion and their enthusiasm and their, their life, you know, to, to their game and uh, to their club. So when that happened at Geelong, it was, uh, it was one of the best days of my life. Were they, were they more passionate than, like, uh, Essendon? I mean, they're a, suburb, uh, a strong, strongly followed club, but they're a suburb of Melbourne, whereas Geelong is its own town. Its own town. And so does that make it a little bit more, like, step up as in the, the how the club goes is how the town feels sort of thing? Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, they made Cameron Lee mayor. I mean, fuck it out. 50% of out. the town. <laughs> terrible decision. Well, he's, now he's on TV. Can yeah, you believe that now, even? Now they've got Darren Lyons, and he was playing in the midfield for a while, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Geelong, there's 50% of the people who live in Geelong don't support Geelong. They're all Carlton, Essendon fans. But I can tell you that uh, when Geelong won that time, that the whole city was proud of their, their team. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, it's a different sort of feel. There's yeah. a competitiveness when they play other teams, but as a collective, like their town won. They won the, the, the uh, national competition. Yeah, it was right. It a great statement. So just good, massive sense of pride sort well, of thing yeah, about them. Yeah, they just, they just uh, yeah, pride. And 07, you were uh, obviously you won by about 130 points. Um, was it so 119, was it? Oh, no. Sorry? How much was it? I think it was 119? Yeah. yeah, I think I got it right. There we go. <laughs> 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 so it must be a great way to coach a grand final. For your first grand final as well, you kind of can eat a salad sandwich maybe during the third quarter. Well, <laughs> if I had, had one, I probably could have because there wasn't much to do. But, um, what do you tell the players? You're 90 points up at three-quarter time. What do you tell them? I told them to um, just win with humility because oh, yeah. so many times you see... Teams get in a winning position and they just uh, take, you know, the other score, the other team just score three or four goals and the game sort of becomes nothing at the end. Yeah. But I just begged them, I said, just play, you know, um, Port Adelaide deserved to be beaten by six goals this quarter. I said, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just to finish the game off quality so that people can walk away and say, what an effort, you know. It was like superb from start to finish. Mm. And what about 09? How does that compare to 07? Is there one that you favour more than the other? Like one was maybe a kind of a tougher achievement? Well, it worked all day until about the last minute of the game against yeah. St Kilda. It was, uh, they probably had the better of us, which uh, sometimes happens, and their conditions suited them because they were like Rossi, coached by Rossi Lyon, who just made it really boring and scrappy and ugly and couldn't get a kick. That's and, not uh, the Ross Lyon, I know. Couldn't score goals, there's no ads. I blame no, the weather. Know, money coming in the, t- in the football because there's no ads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, we struggled, so but it was. Uh, I think they scored one goal in a half of football, which is never ever going to win you a grand final, and it's the problem with Ross's teams. And that's that's the kind of the like from reading your book is you just said all we need to do is, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but just kick more than them. But if you kick ten goals, you go, we're probably going to beat this team because yeah. they just don't kick goals. They just try and choke the opposition. Was that a horrible thing to coach against? Yeah, well, it is. It's. Um I loved it when we started to break them up. Like, when these guys had this bulletproof game plan, defensive game plan, they just locked the ball in, you know. If we didn't win it back, at least there'd be a stoppage, you know, so they don't win it. And I thought, once we started breaking through, I thought, look at these idiots. They don't know how to play anymore. Like, once yeah. it goes out of their comfort zone, yeah. like, they, they, were, they were right out of it. They didn't know how to... We had a bit of an edge there for a while. And kicking goals is... Well, what do you play the game for? You play the game, you get the ball in your hands, have a kick... Yeah. And if you can kick a goal, fantastic. Yeah, Imagine absolutely. kicking a goal on MCG. You know, and you, you see boys go, oh, yeah. Or a point you know in what? Tom Hawkins' That's... case. I mean, it's still a goal. <laughs> Do you reckon that St Kilda team, who dominated for most of that year? Or, or yeah, I think least? they finished 20 and 2 for the year. Um, Do you reckon with a different coach that would have been a better team or did he get them up to? Oh, he got them up. He's a, he's a good winning coach. Like, if yeah. you look at his stats, he's a, he wins. But, my God, I wouldn't like to play for it. It wouldn't be much fun. And yeah. I reckon that's a... You've got to turn up and do something for so much of your life and you've, uh, you expect football to be fun as a game. That's yeah. all it is. And these guys, you see it as a game, don't you? The old team, playing a game of footy. Yeah. And that's why I always approach it with my players. Always made it feel like for them that it wasn't work. It was a game. 
So yeah, we should maybe keep toys out in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so well, some of them would be uh, pretty place. handy. Yeah, they'd, they'd like that, you know. In that case, is coaching fun? Coaching is not much fun. No. Yeah. No. Just too much of your life. Yeah, it's totally absorbs you. I reckon that one day, one day soon, they should just put the, put the money in a, uh, researching this thing about coaching and and um, just getting some balance in their life because ultimately it, it affects you. It chews you up. It, it gobbles you up and it turns you into someone. Like me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so say you played on a Saturday, how much time... Was there a period of, from the next game that you played, say, on the next Saturday, that you didn't think about footy? Tell you what, we won a game of football, you'd talk to your players, you'd sing the song, and you'd say, yeah, rah, rah, well done, you know, we just won by 20 goals again, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you'd be on the next week. So there's no... So straight top, away. Straight away, you know? It's just... Because that's, that's that competitive thing, isn't it? And yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the, all the football clubs have got... Teams of people that try and plan against you, and it's uh, it's a pretty full-on job. But you know, I was saying that like, there's no reason why coaches need to work 80 hours a week. There's no reason why they can't go home and have dinner with their wives, and while they're having dinner with their wife and kids, that they can actually be engaged in the conversation rather than still thinking about football. That's where it got to me. With me, yeah, it was it was taking over my life. Is there things that we can do to make it more fun for the coaches? Like instead of press conferences, like have a quiz, get both of them there and <laughs> ask some questions about the game. Yeah. Well, I reckon that would be all right. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. Be more Especially if you won. Particularly in those belting <laughs> where... Yeah. There's a controversial umpire decision and they've actually got the, my team over the line and then they ask you yeah. Yeah, yeah, some questions about that yeah, while I'm there. That'll do. Do you like the other coaches? That wouldn't work. No. Do you get along with all the other coaches? Yeah, like if, so you, much... if you went to Gil's place for dinner, like is anyone you go, I'm not fucking talking to him. Is there, much of a, is there a community of And what's his name? I never... <laughs> I never had anyone that I didn't like. Yep. But I never really had anyone I spoke to. It was like... It's like there's little cliques now with um, the North Melbourne clique with Clarkson and Longmire and... Um, uh, who else is in that little mix? Um, oh, there's a whole group of them. And um, Hard, Hardwick's in them because of the Hawthorne thing. And I'm just being independent. And I, I, I hardly... We're, like, Sheeds was one of mine. Yeah, I talked to Sheeds. Yeah. Pagan, I did. But only if you had an affiliation. But um, Lee Matthews was an interesting one. Lee Matthews would not talk to me. <laughs> I tried to talk to him. <laughs> when I was coaching. Because I wanted to learn off him. I, yeah, I just yeah. love him. I could just, yeah. One of the most brilliant football people ever. And he doesn't uh, waste words now. He just says it the way it is. And I just listen to him and say, you're right. You know? He's always right. Yeah. It makes sense. So I tried to sort of say, well, you know, I'm planning to beat, uh, get, build my team up to beat yours. Yeah, you know? yeah. Can you help me do it? <laughs> yeah, you want to borrow it? No, no. But you were, in, in your book, you say that he's a, he was like a psychopath player, wasn't he? Like he ran, oh, yeah. stood on your oh, back he, one he day, walked over you. Yeah, right? yeah, he did. In, yeah, one of my early games, I got to play on him. How lucky was I? Yeah. <laughs> was he scary? Terrified of him. <laughs> so you're 18 and you got Lee Matthews. Yeah, yeah. massive legs. A bit sour him. because they're slowing up and they get, yeah. you know, just they get beat a few times. They they get a bit violent and they did. But um, yeah, got him back, which is okay. But you know, the funny thing is when Lee Matthews retired from coaching was almost like the competitive thing between us was over and I was sitting there walking up in this function I was all strained function he goes there he said Bomber you come up to me I said hey this Lee Matthews coming up to me he said how you going you know like uh, geez your team's good I love watching your team play <laughs> I go what's going on here <laughs> no and I realised that while we're opposition coaches and opposition players, yeah. so competitive. Right? Yeah, right. And I love him even more now because of that. You know, it's, it's great. We'll wrap it up shortly, but I'm thinking, uh, what are you thinking about the bye week? Something we should hang around? I just loved it. I fell asleep this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, was reading, I was reading a book and on, the, uh, on the iPad and I, my eyes got heavy. I said, like, yeah, this will do. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But now, can I just ask, like, obviously you were... Uh, I haven't finished all the books, so uh, I'm up to the part where you finished at Geelong, so I don't know what happened after that. But, um... Oh, jeez, that God. <laughs> I wish I had have uh, just... wish the chapters had been a bit different. Yeah, I yeah. Have, I can imagine... Have you, have you ever stayed at Craig Lambert's during the week? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I have not. I don't know Craig that well, and I've yeah. never stayed at his house. Well, at Lethal, have you ever knew? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
with the Asada thing, like uh, they, they were saying that he didn't let Asada know that he wasn't going to be staying at his house. Does that mean if you're a football player and you meet a young lady when you're out at night, that you have happen. to give Asada a call and go, hey, fellas, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm doing all right, mate. I'm doing all right. I'm not at home. Hey, what's your Where address again? Where am I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the address, but uh, she's pretty I'll be, here. I'll be yeah. here for how long am I going to be here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it around about 4.30. So, uh, but do, they, do the players... The level of degree you've got to go to, eh? Yeah. Just stay clean. Asada need, need a, a place where you can take people back to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just an agreed venue. A caravan. <laughs> caravan. Yeah. Yeah, we'll bring you the Sada caravan. You yeah. Do it there. Have you right? What, buddy? Okay, come on in again. <laughs> you're, you're always here. <laughs> now, in, in, in your book, you've, you've coached a couple of tough losses. You said that the 2005 semi final hurt more than the 2008 grand final. What? Why is that? Like, that game, we were in front for the whole thing. It was against Sydney, up in Sydney. Yeah. And uh, it was a a final, and we were just coming up, and we were in front, as I said, and there was about a minute and a half to go. We had players who were injured. We had players on the ground that were playing sore, and we just gave everything we had. And um, the last 30 seconds was the most brilliant game. It's a football, not not classical to watch, but you got Corey and even Ablett, you know, chucking his whole body on the ball like Geelong players, so committed to win. There was a ball up, 13 seconds to go on the clock. I've got the clock in front of me, but the runner on the ground... And I could just see what was going. 16 players were in screen on the TV when I watch it back. And I've watched it probably a lot. Um, <laughs> and by the time the umpire got the ball and balled it up, we had Scarlett, we had Milburn, we had Enright, we had Ling. Like all, all my good players just been walked away. Now, the one thing you do at a stoppage in the, fifth, in the back 50 when there's only 13 seconds to go is you just get to where the ball is, you know? And we just got Matthew Scarlett aside, my best player, my captain. Like, I rate him as a footballer and a footy smart, not yeah. intellectually smart, Matthew, but <laughs> football smart, yes. Yeah, yeah. And he, got, he walked with Barry Hall or whoever he was playing on and would decide to go and become a goalkeeper. Yeah. However, There's if no... Barry Hall said to me, come over here, I'd be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wanting to get away yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah, side, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so what happened was that there was four, four people near the ball by the time they were thrown up. Jolly hit the ball. Josh Hunt, as he usually does, like he gets goals kicked on him sometimes, um, got blocked. <laughs> Davis threw, didn't take possession, bang, three seconds. And um, was three that s- crushing in the box? Oh yeah, I was going nuts. Yeah, I was going, don't get fucking walked away. <laughs> don't you walk away. Stay at the contest. <laughs> Tell the runner, and the runner was on the ground, obviously, yeah, and he yeah. didn't do anything. And um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we lost that game, and I was ready to rip heads off. And the fact is that I don't know why I did it, but I. I, um, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You didn't give him a spray because you talked about Kevin Sheedy giving the Essendon players a spray in 96. Yeah, I witnessed that. He, gave, he didn't miss anyone. Right. Even got Hurdy that day, you yeah. know, um, which was big. For, you know, Hurdy didn't sort of get too many. Um, never. Never. Ah. No, that was the only one, I think, yeah. um, apart from the last three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a really, really long one. <laughs> <laughs> well, a bit of catch-up. Um, yeah, and I didn't. I, what I said to the players, instead of saying, you know, how disappointed I was and how much we, uh, we messed up, I said, uh, all we've got to work on is three, min- uh, three seconds and three points, boys. I said, we've done a lot of work here and that's all we have to work on to be, you know, in a, in a team, top team. So I think in the end, uh, no one likes criticism. And if that Davis had got the ball and kicked the point even, yeah. won the game, our mood would have been completely different. Yeah, and your okay. mood as a supporter going home would have been completely different. Um, footy's a game of margins. Mm. Have you ever said stuff to players that you have regretted? Rarely, yeah. Said a few things about Gaza that I probably shouldn't have when his contract was up. But uh, do, you, do you talk now? Oh, we do talk, yeah. But not, I, I don't talk to anyone really that regularly. Yeah. Scarlett sends me sort of photos of himself sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> weird not Josh nice. Bootsman style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he's a bit weird to go home. And do you talk to Hurdy? Yeah, I've spoken to him a few times. Okay. Like, How's your relationship? Like, a bit weird? Uh, no, it's okay. I think I don't think he's that happy with me, what, yeah. what, what took place. But uh, coming from where he's looking at it, but where I'm looking at it, that's why I did it. And, um, you know, I'm pretty honest. I'm, I'm pretty direct. I've taken responsibility for what I think and yep. trying to talk the truth. I'm not going to talk anyone's sort of um, is going to influence me on what to say. I'm just say what I what I seen, and uh, I don't fudge it. I don't try and make our situation look better. It's just what I seen. And are you still friends with people at Essendon, like after everything that went down? Not many. You, you... Yeah, okay. Players, yes. Yep. Yeah, players ring me all the time and talk to me, and 
Hurley come around and said, what should I do? And I said, well, just do what you want to do, mate. You know? And yeah. they said, you've got that right after the way you've been treated. And, um, and he stayed, which is great. But, yeah. but uh, the, as far as the uh, people, I, I felt like we were... I felt like for a couple of years, Hurdy and I felt like we were trying to get our clubs to defend our players. We couldn't understand why when Asada came into the players and their parents of the players and said, you're not going to be charged on this AOD. Okay? And another guy came up and said, well, it's not harmful to you either. Huh? That's fine. Huh? Back before one person had been interviewed. How, when all the muck got started, the propaganda, why Essendon didn't try and stop it. Yeah. They actually were part of it. Huh? Our own people are supposed to be taking care of the players. That's the responsibility you get when you're a coach, when you're, when you're a board member. You can take kids from all over Australia, 18. You're highly influential. You're responsible. And they just do this to them. I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why. So were they trying to protect the brand too much rather than looking after the kids who were at the footy club? Well, what have the kids got? They've got four years of hell. Yeah. Like some nights I was coaching them and uh, at training and all of a sudden they just couldn't kick, they couldn't handball this night, you know, for a week. Couldn't play, couldn't think. I'd send them home. That's because so-called letters were coming, they heard. We've destroyed it. We've we've actually taken away these guys' ability to play the, the game at the best that they possibly could play at it. Four years of it. That's like a career. It's bad. But, um, I mean, you got fined $30,000, which is what we're paying you tonight. So... <laughs> Swings roundabouts. <laughs> have to do a lot of... Did you say 30000 or $30? $30. Bucks. If everyone chips in, <laughs> yeah. just gold coin donation, it'd be great. So would you, would you ever coach again? Like, when Br- Brisbane's on the radar, is that... Do you even consider it, or you just go, I'm, I'm cooked, I'm done, I couldn't do it again? Could you know put what? my... my my family, my, my loved ones through this again? I couldn't, and, um, but you can, you can never say that because you just yeah. don't know. And it's a silly question to ask, really. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm a fucking right. moron. Sorry. I'm just a dumb just dumb just so I grew up with Fev. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm as dumb as dog shit. Um, I just so Adam that. feels better, will you ever play again? <laughs> You can't win answering that question, yeah, can you? Yeah. You cannot win. It's one of those questions that you, which when you answer it, you get it wrong. Because yeah. if you lie and you, you go back and coach, then they'll call you a liar. And what, what are your favourite premierships? Are they the ones as a player or a coach? Uh, 2007 clearly is mine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the one? That's the big one, yeah. So you got Geelong out of the hole, out of the mire, got him a flag. Got the flag. And hero of the town. I was the hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you I really speed... love being the hero. <laughs> so you could, you could speed through primary schools doing 65, go, oh, fuck, whatever, what mate, mate, just want a flag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tried to get, get, get everything in Geelong without paying for it, everything. Right. Yeah. Just tried to really, you know, just get what I deserve to get in Geelong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and your favourite one as a player? Uh, 84. Yeah? Yeah, that was... The... So you're behind at three-quarter time. Yeah, it was came a nine-goal last quarter. Uh, it's yeah. incredible. Sheedy came out at three-quarter time. This is his second grand final, or Bobby's third grand final defeat in a row. He was a second, facing down 84, 22 points down three-quarter time, come on the ground saying, oh, boys, well done, you know, we've played so well. And we sort of look at ourselves saying, does he know we're 22 points down? <laughs> but by the time we actually, he changed the side from you know, half the backs to forward and forward the backs and uh, got us go, we actually believed that we were playing OK, and uh, yeah. hence the reason why like, he's such a great coach and, and I'm standing here today is because he, uh, he has got balls, and he did it his way. He would have got the sack, probably, if he had lost two grand finals in a row to Hawthorne, doing that stupid act of trying to yeah. change a team around. Yeah. The, when a forwards are going to become backs. Yeah. Not Oz kick, like, buddy. I think it's not yeah. Oz kick, Kev, you know? Like, <laughs> didn't you learn anything at Richmond? <laughs> <laughs> did you play well in that last quarter? I did. You yeah. kicked a goal, didn't you? I kicked a good goal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I never kicked many good goals. Yeah. This is a good goal. This That's is like nice. a goal in the grand final to get him seven points down. And Merv Nagels, I was going to pass it off because I didn't really want to kick it. Yeah. I was only young and had no confidence. He said, go back and just kick the goal. Yeah. And I did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> we will wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming, guys. Uh, big round of applause for Bomber Thompson. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. Bomber's book is available at all good bookshops. It's a great book. It's a great book. Round of applause for our friend Damien Callanan right here. And our other guest, Brennan Favola. We are Junk Time Apple Potter Gmail on Facebook and on Twitter. And also, if you're a cheeky little thing, you guys can avoid the, uh, the $8 charge. We've got our cheeky little stubby holders up there. Uh, I heart the footbridge and it's a gated grade bakaki time. 
uh, over there for 10 yeah. bucks. Stubby holders be... up the back, come up after the show, say good day, grab uh, yourself a stubby holder. Yep. And also, just to announce now, we will be doing a post-grand final show with uh, the guys from Two Guys, One Cup. Uh, on the Sunday after the grand final, venue to be confirmed, probably going to be at our uh, favourite pub, the European Beer Cafe, and also the Rose Hotel. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, what a brilliant afternoon, and uh, good on you. Cheers. Go, Hawks. Go, Blues. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.